0: fantastic if you'd like to take your seats this morning thank you team it is so good to see so many in the room and um the team have run around with a ruler making sure that we're all spaced out the best we can we have 90 i think it's 94 or 96 in here and in the kids church rooms uh which is our largest sunday so far we've increased our capacity um but it is absolutely fantastic and um in the weeks to come, we will gradually increase our capacity. We're not going to run headlong into things. We want to make sure we keep everyone as safe as we can. Um, We're believing, we're praying, but we're also following guidelines and um, all the rest of it that comes with it. But uh, hey, welcome. Great to have you here. And uh, it's so good that people are arriving early and gathering. Good to see you, Richard. (laughs) Good to see people gathering in the car park and just while the weather's good let's continue to do that Uh, we were going to just do picnics or or food after the service for the first four weeks we're going to do that now right the way through the summer Um, so make sure you come with some food if you want to hang around just chill out and stay feel free to do so but we're going to just do that um, and we may just do that every year during the summer spring months if you know it's going to be a nice hot day Uh, well it's not today (laughs) it's freezing out there um, but if it 's going to be a reasonably good summer and, and let 's just continue to do it and, and just build that friendship fellowship and connection together and I think it 'd be a lovely opportunity to do that, uh, which is really exciting. Um, I have one announcement i 've got to make I'm sure there was two uh, So when we finish the service i 'm going to read it get, to get it right. Please remind people that if they 're staying for picnic refreshments because we are having refreshments today to exit out the doors nearest to the stage Um, please do not hang around in the hall to catch up if we can do that outside that would be great and please feel free to move outside to chat so we really want to encourage you to gather together and chat catch up but could we do it outside because you know in here other things are happening and taking place so that would be really good Um, just to let everyone know Um, Our Jenny and the two grandchildren are coming back next week, um, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, Jenny's had an amazing year uh, where things have turned around um, so dramatically for her. She now works for the organisation that was helping her. Um, They employed her two months back, two, three months back. Um, They saw the miracle that took place. They employed her to help others that were struggling in the areas um, of addiction and areas where other people were struggling so they've employed her today and next week she's preaching um, in a couple of churches up in Scotland um, and um, sharing her story but also preaching uh, the message so it's just it's just a, a miracle. Uh, we we just, Jane and I wanted to thank everyone for your prayers for us as a family but also for, for Jenny, Miles and Gracie and um, they're going to come and just spend the next few weeks couple of months sometime (laughs) with us back in our house um, until they get their own accommodation so if you know anywhere that's up for rent uh, please let us know and uh, we'll get them into there that would be wonderful so yeah just really good things happening so we'll be here next Sunday and then legging it after the service to drive to Scotland hooray (laughs) aren't you so pleased aren't you so pleased that we're not doing evening meetings right now okay we'll do an evening meeting tonight shall we okay you did you hit, my wife is the only one who shouted out yes okay yes um, so uh, yes uh, it, it's so good that we're doing morning meetings um with with tonight isn't it dear yes so um yes yeah, so um who who will be watching the match tonight who won't be watching the match tonight? Oh, wow, there are some. Wow, I wondered. I wondered. Well, those who aren't watching are the ones who are praying that we win. So w- we want to thank you for praying. So um, that is absolutely brilliant. So we're going to have some fun tonight. And, um, you know, we just trust that um, the best team England win. All right. Yes. Okay, anyway, um, we, we are... it's coming home well done Lyndon thank you yes football's coming home so yes exciting so I'm not going to preach on that this morning but I am concluding our three-week series of thought on Thanksgiving Uh, I couldn't finish it last week so this morning we're just going to conclude those thoughts Uh, for the last two weeks we've been uh, sharing some thoughts on Thanksgiving week one we were looking at the fact that the Bible very clearly says God is good and um, it, it doesn't say that he does good things he does but it actually focuses on the fact that God is good and if God is good if I was if I was good and I was good all of the time it would be impossible for me to do something bad it would be impossible for me to be bad and that's the same as it is with God God is good the bible says and therefore it's impossible for him to do bad things it's impossible for him to do things that would harm us therefore we can give thanks to God knowing that he is good all the time and all the time don't say it he is good (laughs) because you're not allowed to say anything right now so he is good So, we need to remember that. Therefore, every time we give thanks, we know that we're giving thanks to the God who is doing good for us. Goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. Goodness, the goodness of God, follows. That word follow means to pursue, to overtake. So, if God's goodness is pursuing me, it doesn't say goodness sometimes follows you and badness also or the not so nice things from God follow no good things come from God so we really saw that last week and 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 we we need to remember that only he can do good in our life thankfulness in our heart is a response to the goodness of God if you're not seeing the goodness of God try thanking him first and that's what we've been looking at it's our response to God even if we're going through a difficult time when we thank him we see the blessing of God the blessing of God is always there for us because only good things come from God but sometimes we just need to take that step of faith and say I'm going to thank you even if I'm not seeing good things happen. I'm going to thank you in the mountain when I'm on the mountaintop and everything is going well in my life. I'm going to thank you. But even when I find myself in the valleys in life, that is going to be my heart attitude. I'm still going to thank you. Why? Because it's not what we do when good things happen. It's who we are in the midst of any situation we face. We are a thankful people. Psalm 92 says this verse 1 and 2 in the passion translation it says this it's so enjoyable to come before you with uncontainable praises spilling out of our hearts again I could stop there and preach for a a few weeks uh, uh, series because that is so good and this should be the heart response of every single one of us who knows Jesus Christ who knows what he's done for us it's so enjoyable to come before you with uncontainable praises spilling out of our heart it's a natural response when God has done so much for us if I guess is if you don't know what he's done then there won't be an uncontrollable praise that comes from our heart. But when we know what he's done, our heart just spills out with thankfulness. It spills out with praise. It spills out with appreciation. He's redeemed us from a lost eternity. If there was nothing else that you get in all of your life, that is enough to praise him forevermore. He's redeemed me from a life of destruction. He's redeemed me from ever being separated from God. He's bought me with a price. Jesus died upon a cross so that I could encounter him, that I could walk with him. That is enough. To have my bills paid, great, cherry on the cake. To, to, to have health all of my life, that's the cherry on the cake. The bottom line is the greatest thing that Jesus ever did was to save you from your sin. To save you from eternal separation, and this is where this scripture should just be the, the overflow of our heart it 's so enjoyable to come before you with uncontainable praises spilling out of our heart. how we love to sing our praises over and over to you to the matchless high, to the matchless God, high and exalted over all at each and every sunrise we will be thanking you for your kindness and love and as the sun sets and all through the night we will keep pro- proclaiming you are so faithful what a what a great sound that is and it does it just expresses in in many ways our heart you've done it all you paid it all you've gone before me It's no longer me having to live up to a certain standard. It's no longer me trying to make you like me or be pleased with me. He has done it all. And therefore, at the beginning of the day to the end of the day and through the night, we keep thanking and praising him for what he's done. I just love that psalm. It just shows the gratefulness that we should have in our heart. Gratefulness is the gateway to god's presence i will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart the the entrance into his presence comes by thanksgiving let that sink down into your heart have a sealer moment that moment where you stop you pause you think you chew it over and you think maybe my grumbling stops me entering his presence maybe my complaining maybe my negativity maybe maybe my mindset stops me not stop god not stopping me but it's stopping me from entering his presence with thanksgiving we enter his presence you know last week we saw that there was resurrection power that was made available when jesus stood before the tomb of lazarus and and said lord it's for their sake i thank you that you've heard me you know what had he already done he'd thanked god at the beginning of the day that wherever he went whatever he did whatever he was going to achieve that day he thanked god for the answer and then he encountered lazarus grave he said i thank you lord that you've already heard me and for the people that are here i now say arise lazarus from the dead And the dead man came forth. I I just I look at this and I think Jesus lived this way. He is our example in all things. If he lived giving thanks before he saw the miracle, if he gave thanks before he saw resurrection power released, if he thanked God, I wonder if that's an example that we should live by. I absolutely believe it should be. You know, when whenever you hear Jane and I pray, most of the time we thank God for the answer to his word or answer to the prayer or the manifestation of of what we're believing for is thanking him i guess the ultimate prayer of of a prayer before god is thanking before you see believing that you receive when you pray not when you see it so you start thanking god for the answer before you even that's faith that's i guess that's that's where great faith comes into play you're thanking god i have the answer i have my family are saved household salvation i'm believing you for it and i thank you that i will see household salvation i thank you that there is provision in my house see god is the god who moves in mighty ways when we give thanks someone once said this i really believe the most important step in developing inner peace is to quit complaining and start praising. Let me say that again, because I thought it was really good. Hence the reason I put it in here. I really believe the most important step in developing inner peace is to quit complaining and start praising. We need to put on our praise shoes. You know, in a couple of weeks time, we can let loose in this room. You haven't heard me sing yet. You haven't heard me clap yet. You haven't seen me run around the room yet, but keep coming because you'll see me put my prey shoes on because when we can let loose I've been waiting 18 months to let loose I still let loose in my office and I, I, I do a little bit in the in but I tell you what my office is only that big I can't run around too much and the ceiling is only that high I can't jump too high I, I've broken two light bulbs in our office hey you, why, you wait until we can let loose in this place again and if the weather's really good, well, maybe we'll do a service out the back and, and we'll all gather out the back and we'll just have a wild time out there as well. Let, let's just let loose and do something different, eh? And I, I, know, I know that there's, there's a few people, I, I, I always refer to Ndaba. I've seen Ndaba at a wedding party. And, 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 and Ndaba's that tall. And, and his leg can go higher than my head. And I've seen Ndaba let loose. I, I, I tell you, I, I look forward to the day that Ndaba lets loose in the room less less uncontainable praise to our god do you know what he's worthy he really is worthy of all that we can give him thankfulness has the potential to release the supernatural did you hear that thankfulness has the potential to loose the supernatural if you're looking for an answer to prayer can i encourage you begin To thank him, and I know many. We've seen many miracles. We've seen many situations turn around in our lives, but also as a church as a whole, we've seen the turnaround in people's lives. We've seen those that were lost, those that that were hurt, those that were frustrated, those that were on a journey. We've seen lives change. That's God, in the midst of it. True, thankfulness can produce multiplication. Let me, I, 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 this is great. If, if you need some multiplication financially, if you need some multiplication in your business, if you need some multiplication in any area of your life, and you can apply this scripture to it, I believe that the miracle of multiplication begins when we begin to thank God. Mark chapter 8. Let me read this to you. Verse 6. It's Jesus, it's Jesus and, and, and Mark is writing about the event of the feeding of the 4,000. And um, you can also read this in the account of the feeding of the 5,000, but I thought we don't often read the the 4,000 one, so I'll I'll go for the four. So chapter 8, verse 6. So he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took seven loaves and gave thanks, and broke them, and gave to his disciples to set before them, and they set them before the multitude. They also had a few small fish, and having blessed them, he said to them, to set them before them so they ate and were filled and they took up seven large baskets of leftover fragments this is an an incredible miracle so they have seven loaves and they feed 4,000 people I don't know how big the loaves were but if they were anything like a standard loaf that's not going far you know in our household when we had all the children at home we would be going through two loaves of bread a day here we have seven loaves and four thousand people but when you bring what you have even though what you have is not enough and you bring it to god and you thank him he takes our little and multiplies it to much the equation doesn't make sense the bible also says one will put to flight 10 or 100 but two 10,000 the multiplication when handed to god doesn't make sense but when you allow the the synergy of god in the equation of the multiplication all things become possible thankfulness you know i you know I, I remember the times when we didn't have enough and and we would pray and we would believe for food to be put on the table we believe for our bills we had to put our house on to mortgage uh, to sell because we didn't have the mortgage money to pay but in the journey we were still thanking god that he would meet our needs we had to do what was natural so we didn't get into debt but we did what we we believed for what we didn't have and God came through over and over and over again. And you've heard of our miracles. have heard of our... We were chatting yesterday, Friday. We were driving to Titchfield. And as we were driving there, I said, Jane, we're driving past the place where, um, where our first wardrobe came from. Our, we didn't have the money. We was, I think we were sleeping on the floor on a mattress. We didn't have anywhere to hang clothes. And I said to Jane, well, we said, we we said to one another wouldn't it be great if we could get a pair of wardrobes or a wardrobe for the, to hang our clothes up the very next morning no one heard that there was no one in our room but God we spoke to one another no one knew of our need we spoke to one another and the next morning we had a phone call saying we have some wardrobes would you like them that is God God heard our need. We we have a large family. We had eight, sometimes up to ten in our whole household each day. We needed a new cooker. We spoke to one another and laid it before God, and we ended up with someone knocking our door with cash in hand saying, we'd like to buy you a new double oven. Ended up, we bought two separate ovens because we got more space what is that that is god we carried on tithing we carried on giving to god even though we didn't have enough money to do so but god of the multiplication saw that we we were honoring him and because we put him first he honored us we gave out of what we had in thanksgiving not arm twisting not in compulsion not 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 because somebody said that we had to but because of our heart for god and then God multiplied what we didn't have see we could have been saving up and saving up for weeks for months if we had the money to do so but we didn't so it had to be God to provide for us I could share over and over the stories of multiplication in our life of how God has provided to the point we 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 didn't have a vehicle We had to borrow Alan Smith's vehicle. We had to borrow Margaret uh, Payton's vehicle. We didn't have a vehicle to go anywhere. And people would lend us their cars and put us on their insurance. I thank God for that. But there came a moment on my post round that somebody turned around to me and said, Would you like our minibus? We needed a minibus. We had lots of kids. God's provision. We didn't have the money to buy it, but it was given. God saw it over we've seen it over and over again but God but God moments in our life and I just share these testimonies and I I literally could go on for ages sharing how God where we didn't have enough but we gave what we had he then provided what we couldn't do one of the greatest ones for me is we've always we've always desired space we've always been in a house where there's houses and the properties and this and other all around us where we feel crammed in and we just our hearts desire. So just need space one day in a meeting where i didn't really know the person particularly well that they knew a person and they went and spoke to that person and then they came to us with a key not this key but a key that's like it with a key saying we have a piece of land that's 26 acres it's got three fishing lakes and it's a beautiful scenery as a place in the countryside use it like your own back garden 26 acres it's where we do the baptisms it's where we go and have family picnics i don't have to pay for it i don't have to mow it i don't have to look after it we just use it like our back garden if that's not god i could never afford 26 acres of countryside but God saw the desire of our heart that's a miracle you know that is a modern day miracle as far as I'm concerned we're concerned it's a miracle and here the the even at the end of this seven basketfuls were left over see God is the God of more than enough the God of who is El Shaddai, the God who is above and beyond our expectation. And I just really want to encourage you this morning about giving thanks. Why? Because it has miraculous consequences. Have you stopped today to give him thanks? the fact that you're here, the fact that you're breathing, the fact that you're alive, the fact that you've got clothes on your back, the fact that you had a car to drive here, the fact that you may have had breakfast this morning, puts you in the top 10% of the wealthiest people in the world. Have you given God thanks for that? It's, it's, It's shocking, but it's amazing. We are so wealthy, and yet we don't believe that we are but if we saw the rest of the world in comparison we are so wealthy if you had education if you grew up and you've got a few GCSEs or O levels or whatever you are today you are so blessed compared to the majority of this world I'm so thankful that we live in the UK where there are no nasty insects that can bite and kill and destroy i'm so thankful that our weather is reasonable it's freezing today but it's reasonable we don't have to deal with bushfires and and, and earthquakes and volcano i'm so thankful for what we do have but you know what even in the bible there is a a a a, a, a number of responses that we can have and jesus highlighted this and this morning, I really want you to help you to work out where you are on a scale of one to 10. Is that all right? You have to be honest with you. I'm not going to ask for a list as you go out the door. What number are you? No, you work out from scale of one to 10. Number one, being absolutely ah full on for God and so thankful for everything. And number 10, well, take it or leave it. All right. You can work out where you are. Listen to this scripture in, in uh, Luke 17. I'm just going to We're going to go through this, and and, and we're nearly done. Luke 17, verse 15. You know, Jesus has just healed 10 lepers. One of them, when he saw he was healed, he came back praising God in a loud voice. And he threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus asked, were not all 10 cleansed? where are the nine has no one returned to give praise to god except this foreigner then he said to him rise and go your faith has made you well it's an incredible passage of scripture but it identifies the level of thankfulness in each one of these 10 people i i read this and i look at and i hear jesus actually sounding surprised is it just one weren't all all 10 of you healed weren't all 10 of you didn't you all have the same experience is there just one that's come back you see leprosy whenever it's talked about in the bible is a disease of the physical body but it also represents the disease of the spiritual man which is sin now i'm not going to look around and see who's got skin diseases i'm sure some of you may have anyway we won't go down there we'll talk about the spiritual we all have sin we all have seen that jesus paid the penalty for sin he went to the cross to take away the sin of the world that's why he went to the cross no other reason it was to to redeem us from our sinful nature it was to purchase righteousness for our sin that we could stand right before god sin is the spiritual leprosy we all had and all still do from time to time we say things we respond in ways we don't always hit the right mark in our life, do we? Let's be honest. You know, let's not stand in church and be hypocrites and say, well, I don't sin. No, we all sin and come short of the glory of God. We all do. But do you know what? Our spiritual leprosy, sin, does it cause you to be like the nine? oh, I thank God that he has forgiven me of my sin. I thank God that I'm going to heaven one day, but I don't really, I'm not going to come back and give thanks. I'm not going to let loose in church. I'm not going to get all excited. I'm not going to give. I'm not going to serve. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, but I just thank him for I've got a ticket to heaven. Or are we like the one? Listen to his response. Where is it? Where is it? There it is when one saw he was healed, he came back. Number one, keep coming back. Keep coming back. What did he do when he came back? Praising God with a loud voice. Don't do that right now, but a couple of weeks time, you can shout your head off, all right? If you you still want to wear a mask, that's fine. You can shout your head off. I do in the office, i've got double glazed room it's a small compact room is well um, insulated jane the garden is about 50 feet up and then there's a double glazed kitchen and jane hears me in the office shouting and praising i don't know what my neighbors think of me in fact i don't care what my neighbors think of me because it's all about the audience of one here he comes back praising god with a loud voice he threw himself at jesus feet see we may have done part of this journey but have you ever thrown yourself at Jesus' feet? See, this is where I believe the revelation of this truth comes in. Oh, I, I, may, be, I may be not a one. This guy's a one. He, he, he knows what it's all about. Oh, I may be a bit of a, I'm, I'm not a ten, just walking off and forgetting it. I, I may be a seven. I, I sing a little bit in church and I get a little bit excited when I'm in my car and I praise God. There may be others that are, wow, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 50-50, I'm, I'm, you know, I get really excited and, and when the band are up, I feel like I'm really connected to God and, and, and I give my tithes and I, I serve now and again. But that's a five. There may be others that are a four, there may be others that are a two, but Jesus is looking for a one response. He's looking for every one of us to have a one response He's looking for us. He's looking for your heart, whether we're on sound, whether we're in kids' church, whether we're on hosting, whether we're we're seated and we're not doing anything as such, but we're here. He's looking for a one response. What is the one response? He's looking for those who will throw himself at Jesus' feet and thank him. You may never have done that in your whole Christian life. You may never have thrown yourself at Jesus' You may never have thrown yourself at his bride, the church. You know, you may never have thrown yourself, but I'll tell you what, let's get priorities in our life right. It's not all about work, it's not all about uh, financially being sound and secure. It's not all about what will it gain, what profit will it give you if you gain the whole world but lose your soul, the Bible says. It's about our priorities. Every single one of them, every one of these 10 had now been redeemed from a lost society. Being a leper meant you were lost. You were in a leper colony. You were separated off. Every one of these were now repositioned back into society. They they had their freedom given to them. The bondage of being a leper had left them. They were cleansed. They were free. They were back with their families. There was a joy. There was an excitement. In all ten of them, but only one. Only one. Will you be that one, Linda? Will you be that one? Nay, <laughs> daughter-in-law, lay nay. Will you be that one? Roy will you be that one will we will we determine to be that one Allison will you be that one will you say I'm going to throw myself at Jesus feet I'm going to give him all to him I give all to Jesus I if, if it means that I have to sacrifice my Sunday to be in the house of God what kind of a sacrifice is that when we realize that the leprosy of sin has been dealt with oh if if we catch this it will transform your life what was the key to this man's life he came back and thanked him and do you know what the bible says and he was a samaritan he was the more, most despised, the most despicable race that was on the earth. And, and everyone hated the Samaritans. Jesus couldn't have used a, a, a better, a better um, analogy or a better illustration to, to show the heart of someone who was lost. But do you know what? Those who have been forgiven much they know how to love much when you realize what you've been forgiven yeah, I'll tell you what you will get your dancing shoes on and you'll be all over the place you will have a shout in your heart you will be i tell you what your experience of Christianity will go through the roof when you have a revelation of what Jesus has done I'm going to finish with this scripture I'm just going to miss all this miss all that miss all the other and I'm going to go here two sorry two scriptures just going to finish just going to read them for you and then we're going to be out there for picnic and food psalm 28 7 the lord is my strength my shield from every danger i tell you christians have been declaring this psalm all the way through this pandemic the lord is my strength my shield from every danger i trust in him with all my heart he helps me and my heart is filled with joy i burst out in songs of thanksgiving <laughs> he is our shield i thank god not one in our congregation has been lost to covid i thank god that he is our protection he is our shield he is our shield from every danger that's why i burst forth with songs of thanksgiving last scripture psalm 105 one go ahead and give God thanks for all the glorious things he's done go ahead and worship him and tell everyone of his wonders oh there's so much more I could do and say there's so much in this will you be the one will you respond in that way this morning I I, I'm gonna ask for a response see I don't know everybody in the room We've got two congregations who have come together. I don't know everybody in the room. We have visitors. We have guests. We have people that I've never seen before. But you know what? Jesus died for you. He died for me. He died for you, Simon and Phil uh, and Kerwin. You're the worship leaders and team. He died for you, Sally. He died for every single one of us. That if we would acknowledge him, we would be forgiven and be given eternal life. I guess the key is, if you've never said, thank you, Jesus, for saving me, then you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So this morning, I want to give you an opportunity. I want to give everybody an opportunity. If you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, why not today give thanks that he died for you and he rose again on your behalf? So church, let's pray this very simple prayer. Let's pray all together um, just in case there is someone in in this room who's praying it for the very first time Jesus I come to you and I ask you to forgive me you died for me you took my sin and you gave me new life I receive that today and I ask you to be my Lord and Saviour In Jesus' name, amen. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed in this room right now, I'm going to ask you for a simple response. If you prayed that today, honestly, with integrity in your heart, you may not understand exactly what you've done or why, but if you prayed that today for the very first time, while every head is bowed and every eye closed I'm just going to ask you to pop up your hand if you said yes Jesus come into my heart if you prayed that today for the very first time thank you I see that hand that's awesome is there anybody else in this room you prayed that and you meant it from your heart I'm going to just count down from five if there's anybody in this room five four just pop up your hand three two one father I thank you for the one hand that's gone up and I pray Lord that you would move in this gentleman's heart Lord that he would know he would know today that the God who loves him who has been calling him who's been drawing him closer and closer may today be that day of salvation where all heaven is rejoicing And we, your people, rejoice as well in Jesus' name.